You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has closed its doors for another day, so it's time for the five o'clock shadow. And as always on a Wednesday, I speak to Scout Glow, Portfolio Manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town. Now, last the last chat we had, we sort of looked back to 2023. Scout, for now we're in 2024. After two weeks of trading, we've got to look back at 2024 already. It's been all over the place, especially the JSE indices. Down, I left you with a... The market, it was, uh, you know, we still had this conversation about a Christmas rally and, um, yeah. yeah, things things looking up and, and you know, uh, you know, sort of a recap. But we just had uh, the Fed came out, as expected, coming out saying, well, you know what, I, I think we, we've now, you know, ended our hiking cycle. And we, and they started to talk about the, 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 the decreasing size, you know, when are they going to start cutting rates? And, um, yeah, I think, you know, a lot can happen in, in a few weeks' time. Yeah, we're sitting on the 17th of January, and, yeah, pretty much all hell is breaking loose. We had a horrible day on the JSC, sort of overflowing, not to the extent that we've had in emerging markets, but definitely overflowing towards uh, the U.S. This, the, you know, tonight. Um, it is, is under pressure, and, and the, yeah, I think there's just a, a lot of uncertainty. doesn't matter if you're looking at the East or the West. Yes, they've had a good run, the East and the West, and not so much this South Africa in 2024, which is what we are now. S&P struggling around around that 4,800 level. The gold price, which I know you're intensely interested in, struggling between 2050 and 2100. It's almost as though people are saying, okay, when it gets to those levels, let's just do some hedging. I just think that they're not ready to take these markets, two of which I've referenced, they're not ready to take them to the next level, Skulk. It's not there yet. The optimism no. isn't there yet. No, no, no. And that's that's reflective in the in the VIX. Um, uh, you know, for those who don't know, know what I'm talking about, it's the volatility index, and, and more specifically the Chicago Board, Chicago, uh, Board of Exchange um, volatility index on the, on the S&P 500 that uh, today found itself uh, in the highest levels, you know, pretty much since, since well, highest levels in two months um reaching now today reaching levels we've seen you know last seen in in the beginning of of november so that that's usually a telltale sign i'm not worried about the 15 percent level that the vix are trading no 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 i mean this is this is to him and a volatility of 15 percent i think is, is still fairly fairly mediocre but i i think the trend definitely is, is upward and um, that is sort of the theme. I, I just finished my my um, you know first article for, for 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 the year, first report for the year, yeah. and. And, and like I usually do, I, I look at all these fund managers, these uh, investment houses, and you know what what did, what do they predict? And I, and I sort of try and find a, a golden thread, um, you know, between these these you know hundreds of, of of research reports, and and I think the one word that that came out the most yeah. out of all of these reports, you know, were, were you know. Was, what's the word volatility? I mean, they all 
predicted that you know some of them predicted we're gonna we're gonna see a, a better year some of them predicted it's going to be a very bad first half of the year i think that was most most of the consensus we're going to see a fairly struggling first half of the year but the second half of the year is going to be good driven funny enough by by things like emerging markets china you know the the, the kind of the country that that everybody's today talking about after the horrible horrible economic data i know people will say well five five point two percent you know it's, it's, it's not too far off from the 5.3 percent expected but i mean it's all those little things the retail figures really really looking bad uh, it's just you know when you look at the package um economic data c- coming out from from the uh, china this morning it was just horrible but uh, back to the these research reports they they all tend to think that we're going to see a, a better second half of the year but most of these you know companies research houses did mention that uh, we're going to see quite quite a bit of volatility such an easy but it's such a it, it's such a fence sitting thing to say this year is going to be volatile and if you look look and if, if they look back over the year they'll say well on january the 2nd when we reopened it was here and on uh, december the 31st it was there and so therefore yes it has been volatile uh, but that's just a lot of nonsense anyone that says the first six months will be good and the second six months bad or vice versa You've got to pick up that, metaphorically pick up that research report and throw it in the bin skunk because it doesn't work like that. You can't look forward six months or or a year unless it comes to demographics. And that's what the one thing Mm. that has really disturbed me about China for a super long-term investor. Someone may be starting out on his or her career at the moment and you say to yourself, for for two years in a row now, the Chinese population has fallen. It fell by a million uh, last year. It doesn't sound like a lot given the billions that there are in China. But the point is that the birth rate is going down and the mortality rate is going up. More people are dying, maybe because of COVID, uh, uh, fine. But the point is that uh, the Chinese are not making babies. And that's very, very big for the world as well as for China. Mm. No, 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 undoubtedly. I mean, that's 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 uh, that's your for sort of your leading indicator if you've got a longer term view, you know, on, on the economy. We know that the you know when, when when China and we've seen it today, you know, when when China don't grow, you know, close to six six and a half percent, you know, people think that 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 China's in a recession. Um, and you're hundred percent right. The, the, there's definitely um, uh, definitely a massive massive uh, you know, fall in in in, in the birth rate in, in China, and that is a massive, massive worry for for the Chinese. Yeah. Uh, Xi Jinping, after the results came out, or after that figures came out, he, he sort of brushed it off and said, well, it's, it's, he's, "He's not too worried about that." Um, I, I do think it's a it's a, it's a bit of a worry. I do agree with you. I think it's, it's well. I mean, we saw the signs when all these cities were built in the middle of nowhere. These twenty-story uh, high-rise flats and libraries and railway stations and everything put in. They're, they're empty, they're deserted. And that's, that's the worst case scenario. But in some cases, some people went there and they don't want to be there anymore because the youth push for the first rung on the property ladder has not materialised because of this uh, demographic problem that we've, we've got. So watch out for that one, Skunk, particularly when you're in, yeah, involved I, I, in commodities. I want to just add, mm. and, and I think that, uh, I don't think it's going to be, be you know, birth or don't equal movement in markets, but we know that they, they're struggling. But when you look at the CSI 300 index, that's the, the Chinese, what was called the main Chinese index, you know, 300 shares. Yeah. Um, Today um, closed not only at at, at a one year low like it like it's 
pretty much t- telling me you know, for most most of the past few months. But it it also closed at the lowest level since uh, you know February two thousand and nineteen. So this is uh, you know anybody that invested in, in in China pretty much had no growth for for a period of five years. So um, or you know a lot of them negative growth over a period of five years. That's not good. That is a bit despondent. So let's see. I mean, uh, like I said, I mean back to to these uh, research reports. There is a few few of these companies that uh, that did mention China. Um, maybe. You know, like I said, even a broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> I can distinctly remember quite a few companies uh, calling China, uh, you know, uh, as a as a as a positive um, for for 2023. Uh, so maybe 2024 will be the uh, skull. South Africa now. The holiday period uh, during the month of December is over, and now people will sit down at various retailers and do some counting of beans. In other words, how much did we sell in November, December? November as almost as important as December now, uh, but I still think December holds the, the upper card because of the holiday period. People were getting bored with the family. They go out and spend. We've got those up trading updates coming now. What is your attitude towards the retailing sector of the JSE? Uh, well, okay. So, 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 all, all the retail figures that I've seen international thus far, we're starting with 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 China this morning, um, uh, is looking blackish. I mean, remember, interest rates are, are high. I mean, when you look at inflation, I was I was horrified this this holiday because this holiday was the first real. You know, I I had a nice staycation. I stay at home, yeah. did the Cape Town thing. It. it was actually fantastic. It's called I mean, old age, Skalk, by the way. It's just oh, an, an, yeah, old know, age and mature I children. And, and it's the best holiday you'll ever have. But that's for another discussion. Anyway, you had a lovely relaxing time. <laughs> I I'd usually dread going to shopping centers because I hate trying to find parking. And you, you need to walk a mile to go. Anyway, I, I literally drove in front of one of the biggest shopping centers in Cape Town. Sparked. Walked in, go went to my local food food retailer, and uh, yeah, I did the shopping. You, you can name names. You were at the VNA waterfront, and you went to Marks and Spencer's. No, 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 no. no. I, I remember, I'm the boy from Belvoir. So oh, it's, of course, it's, you're a Tiger Valley. Valley. Boy. Oh, Tiger Valley. Oh, That's it. Tiger uh, Valley Shopping Centre. Good luck with that one. That's it. Yeah. Nah, no, no, no. Nobody was there, so everybody was really? was out and about. But anyway, so, so I was I did the shopping, you know, for our Christmas. Dinners and, and lunches and those kind of things. So, anyway, yeah. I was absolutely horrified when I looked at some of these prices. And and I know I haven't done shopping for for many moons, but I mean that brings me back to those 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 um, that that Peter Marisberg household index. Uh, I always mention those figures. You know, twelve percent year on year growth for a very basic basket of of, of food. Yes, and I, I really people did not have the money. This Christmas, you know, not even close to the money they had a year ago. Remember, normal inflation came in in, in below six percent, and and below six percent meant, you know, the, their companies, their salaries increase more or less in line with, with with inflation. You know, when you talk about food inflation, a basic basket of 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 necessities growing by twelve percent, you know, you're not going to have the Christmas you had in 2022. So I am not expecting. Any 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 fireworks? I've seen, you know, the you know the movement in the, in the likes of the pick and pay yesterday and day before, and 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 on, and on that point, there was a sense that came out this morning that that mentioned 
that that Alan Gray has has taken a a, yeah, a substantial you know holding in in um, in, in pick and pay now for for the listeners out there just remember Alan Gray you know is one of the biggest asset managers in, in in South Africa and when they take any holding in any company pretty much in South Africa it will be a a, a substantial holding so, yes. so I wouldn't read too much into that and just also know that they got a very very long term view pick and pay uh, yeah, I've had this conversation often uh, I think they, their recovery plan is going to be a long term one and if you don't have a waiting period on, on this company for two you know plus years be careful because i still think that the the likelihood of a of a rights issue in this company or you know yeah, a buyout buy could be be positive but but a, but a possible rights issue could could be on the cards for pick and pay and that 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 might see you your, your shield and being diluted if you're talking about a buyout of course it can't be a south african company because the monopolies no. commission will have a good look at that and say yeah, are you real please <laughs> take it away exactly but if it was an, it overseas, need to be an, an overseas company are they do they have the appetite for it i don't know a tesco <laughs> in the uk that was always bandied around years and years ago i don't think they've got the appetite for south africa at the moment or for uh, global expansion personally yeah, I think I think we're also finding ourselves in an election year, and and I don't want to hop on on election year because uh, I know very well that this this is the year I've, I've read it somewhere or saw it somewhere that this this will be the year where where we 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 will see the most elections worldwide um, ever, and um, so so uh, we're not going to be special having an election, but. Be that as it may, I, I, this morning I they were talking there in Davos. There uh, they've got that whole meeting now there, and they were talking to one of these um, these these investment managers there. And they said, "Well, w- what are you thinking? Are you going to do this? You're going to do that? You know, on the elections?" And his message was straightforward: "No, we're no. not going to do anything. Mm. We're going to see." Who's been elected? Because you know, when you know, person A, or let's call it, let's, if Trump is elected, then this is going to be our, uh, well, our decision-making process can be vastly different from from if 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 Biden makes it. So, and I think South Africa is going to be the same. I think there's a lot of international investors that will say, well, why? Why go in now? Let's see how this whole election plays out. Let's yes. see um, if there's a major change in God or just a major change just in terms of the direction before any decisions making. So I, I wouldn't be putting my hopes on 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 a, you know pick and play buyout, although it's a great brand. Um, it's got a great history, and um, yeah, I think for 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 international you know retailers that want to got a bit of a risk appetite now, it might be something to look at, but. As I mentioned, Alan Gray did look at it. They took it last little chunk, and uh, that was one of the, I would say, one of the reasons why we've seen some 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 reaction over the past two days. Okay, good. Um, hopefully, their uh, investment will be fruitful in the years to come. But I think you're quite right. Who's the CEO? Used to be the CEO. Is now the CEO again in his seventies, I think. What's his name? I can't remember his name. Uh, summer, summer. Uh, 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 yeah, I know. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's very bad. It'll be now. Yeah, and you're typing away there, and you'll get it. Yeah, some of field what's it? Something like that. I'll, I'll, I'll try and, I'll try and find it. You know, <laughs> while you're reading the, just put reading in, the, yeah, the, just put in CEO pick and pay. That might be a clue for you, Skog. And while you're doing that <laughs> with your one finger, uh, the the dollar rand is nineteen thirteen. British pound against the rand is twenty four twenty one. Euro rand is. 
2079 British pound against the US dollar 12657 and the euro dollar itself a dollar in the slight ascendancy in the last 24 hours 10855 exchange rate okay let's have a look at commodities uh, because commodities have been very interesting and they've been very interesting for those people that are short of it. Because uh, I've got uh, Brent crude oil, $76.88, which is down 1.8%. And the West Texas crude brand is $71.57, which is down just over 1.1%. Natural gas prices, 43.6%. I don't know why, because it's freezing in Europe when it comes to heating. I would have thought oil and gas would be higher today, but maybe the long-term forecast says no. And, yeah, other things... Uh, not much to talk about since we last spoke. Uh, iron ore I've got at 131, which is down at 1.5%. But um, anyway, uh, S&P 500 futures, not so good, down two-thirds of a percent to 47.67. But goodness me, that's still an elevated number. US 10-year bond yield, yeah, it's having a bit of a nasty day. 4.13% for the US 10-year was... In December, 3.78%, I think. So US bond yields going up a little bit. Uh, South African 10-year, 9.83%. And what else have we got here? Bitcoin, which has been all over the place since we last spoke. Skulk, been up to 48,000 plus. Now 42,000 and a half, let's call it that. Down 0.7%. Did you find what you were looking for, Skulk? Yeah, Summers. <laughs> I knew it was something. I should... I, Sean I should have just, I should have just stopped. Yeah, Sean Summers, you're 100 right. That's yeah. So, so, so I had the summer part right. I just uh, added the S. So, yeah. yeah, Sean Summers. Yeah, you went, uh, pardon the pun. You had the sum of the point. Uh, the uh, anyway. <laughs> Skunk. What about the what about the local corporate news? Nothing for nah. the first week or so. You know, bits nah. and pieces, some housekeeping. Uh, but again, retailers coming to the fore next week. I think. I, I I will I would I would say I think you know we still we still very much in, in slow mo. Oh. Um, not having not having the the it's called it the sub thirteen billion you know value trade that we've seen over the let's call it the past three days. Um, we did have an eighteen billion day trade, but it's still very very slow. So we not, we not, don't have action. But um, to your to your your, your question you know, any any corporate actions any movement now nah, nothing there was uh, the market's been been fairly quiet in terms of news but definitely not quiet in terms of movements because man mm. the movements were aggressive today Lindsay. <laughs> okay i'm going to give you some I, i'll tell you the top five on my screen Carew bites textana bidcorp and mass the property company and I don't even want to talk about them because it's the downside that's more important. And you'll embellish this list, I'm sure. Sibanye, down 6.1%. Pepcor, a 5.3% loser. Hammerson, down 5%. Anglo Gold Ashanti, 4.5% down. And Harmony, down just over 4%. You've probably got more, Skulk. Yeah, well, we can add a lot more. Um, and just on the on the Pepco one, that's the only ex-diff uh, story. Oh, so okay. You still have some excess. Right. So that a uh, forty-eight eight cents uh, dividend. But you know, it was a a bloody day for for the for the resources. You mentioned it. You know, this the the, the Sabanias, the Anglo Gold Harmony. We can add the softer commodities and, and Sappy down four percent. You know, Glencore down four percent. Durban mm. Rudapur deep down three point seven percent. So it's been a been a tough day for the resources. You know, and I think that is mostly mostly you know to the reason that I mentioned earlier with with China massive slowdown on that side. People say, well, that's it. I don't we don't think. China is going to help us out. 
And later today, you know, the message was, well, maybe interest rates globally is going to stay higher for longer. That didn't help, you know, the, the, the case for resources and down she blows. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a tough day, tough day for the resources and tough day for the for the JSC. Maybe a tough year for the JSC as well. Hopefully not. Hopefully they're getting all the nonsense out in the first couple of weeks of trading, tidying up portfolios in thin volume. And then off we go in a week or so's time to where it should be with cheaper money coming at record highs. Skulk, thank you very much for your time this evening as always. Skull Clow is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town and that was the five o'clock shadow. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.